Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. It feels so weird to say. I know. It feels crazy to say. But we're here. And because we took such a long hiatus, this is season four, four. episode one. Parker, give it to the people. We're back. We are back. And just to give a little, the reason why we were gone mm-hmm. was because I had a, a, a work accident. A near-death experience. True. Uh, we won't get into the details, right. but I was out. I uh-huh. was I was on the mend. Yep. And uh, But we're back. It's been a while since we've been on the mic, mm-hmm. but we've packed the car and we've hit the road. We're hitting the road. We got some new segments for you that Absolutely. we can't wait to break yeah, out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Including one that I love. Mm-hmm. Auto Body Shop, these colors don't run because, you know, my colors don't run. They do not Right, apply. CJ? No. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you how much they <laughs> his colors do not Yeah. Uh, really looking forward to the backseat GMs. I know. That's going to be fun. Absolutely. And uh, what else we got for him today? And we're, we're, we can't forget about the MLB Eliminator Picks, which we're finishing the episode with. Yeah, we got to talk about our Eliminator, eliminator Picks, how they've gone. Uh, you know, all that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Getting into uh, a new name for an yeah. old segment. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Road Trip News. It used mm-hmm. to be called the Newsstand. We got our snacks. We do have our snacks. So it's it's still the same same feel, same, same thing, but, but just a different name. Absolutely. So it's the Road Trip News, guys. Uh, Parker, hit us off with the big highlights that we got so far. All right. The biggest piece of news, which obviously is it's clear, mm-hmm. the Denver Nuggets, they're up 2-1 to one in the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat. Absolutely. Kind of, uh, you know, we're not overly shocked by it. The Heat kind of had a, uh, um, a little bit of a... A magical, a Cinderella yeah. run. They're as an it eight were. seed. Yeah, they should have been a seven seed to beat the Celtics. And Sorry, Baker. They would have never gotten there, but <laughs> it's fine. We're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and they're they're doing this without a player that's it's kind of key. He's uh, he's still ruled out, even though he's on the mend, trying to come back. Tyler Hero. Yeah, he's not cleared. Yeah, with he, a broken hand. Uh, he suffered the broken hand April sixteenth versus the Bucks. Yep, in game one of the con- in the uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. So the I mean, that's quarters. already crazy. The fact that Miami beat Milwaukee in the quarterfinals. Beat them, then went ahead and beat, beat Boston. Beat Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then they, they beat, who, who else? They beat, uh, what was it? Who did they beat in the second round? Um, uh, was the, it Atlanta? No, it was the, uh, it was the Knicks. It was the Knicks. The oh, Knicks yeah. I, for, I forgot about the Knickerbockers. The Knickerbockers, yeah. yeah. Now, they lost to the, the Hawks in the 7-8 game. Yeah. Caused the Hawks to play the South. Well, that's, that's not here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, playoff Jimmy has been incredible for them. That dude. And making runs. Uh, I, Parker, I know you posted on uh, the socials uh, our picks for the NBA Finals. Because mm-hmm. again, we haven't been on the mic in a while. It's been, it feels good, though. Yeah, it does. Um, but I, I picked Nuggets in five. I think he went Nuggets in I six. I went Nuggets in six. Yeah, I, I just think the Nuggets have too much. And it, I actually watched a video mid playoffs um that like kind of broke down the last 10 nba finals winners mm-hmm. and like 
what they all had in common and kind of like eliminated players when they like didn't have it. And it came down to the Sixers and the Nuggets. So like once the Sixers got eliminated, I was like, I'm on the Nuggets train. Yeah. It just makes too much sense. So um, I've been really, really bullish on the, uh, all, on the I, all I know is Nikola Jokic, that dude. I know he's not graceful. He's not a graceful athlete, but he's seven feet tall. He's the best passer on their team. Yeah. He can rebound with the best of them. Mm-hmm. And I, after, I think it's after game one, he was like, I don't need to score. Yeah. To, to like to be impactful, and he doesn't. No, he, and he does it in such different ways. I, mean, I know the man's a walking almost triple double. Yeah, dude, game three. Oh my god. Yeah, because he can get he can get his double double in multiple different ways. Uh-huh. He can get it with the assist or the rebounds. Actually, there's one where he almost didn't get in points earlier in the season. He had like yeah, he had like eleven points, but he also had ten assists uh-huh. and twelve boards. So I mean, the man just. You know, any way possible, he gets the double double and a hat tip to Jamal Murray. Absolutely, he's played phenomenal, stud. And I think all of them just know their role, which is which is really strong. And yeah. that's what hurts with Miami is is Tyler Hero is such a, a oh, big part of it. Yeah, it makes it tough when uh, you know you've got to go against a team that's as polished as the Nuggets right now. Yeah, and uh, they can't they can't really compete on that team. I mean, with I mean, Bam Adebayo is having a good series, right? Um, but and he the, can't. He can't match. Yeah, he can't. Pitch. He can't. But like, I mean, they have some good like depth pieces that are like undrafted guys, Perfect. which only work in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Spolstra, great coach, a phenomenal coach. But like Denver, like you look. Let's just look, go over their like starting five. Okay, you got Jamal Murray. Right. He he's a stud. Mm-hmm. KCP, great defender, and he's a knockdown shooter. Right. Michael Porter Jr. That dude. I mean. I remember when he was coming out of high school and in college, like the only reason why he wasn't like a top five pick was because of an injury. Yeah. And Denver got him and now he's, he's, he's healthier. Right. And he, he can shoot the three. He's athletic. He's, he's big and long. Aaron Gordon at the four, that guy's been great for them. And right. then you got Nikola Jokic, who's your best passer. Yeah. And like your best player. And like, th- this is a guy we, we've never seen someone, someone like him. No, we haven't. And it's it's incredible to watch. Uh, game four is tomorrow night as we're recording Thursday, yeah. the 8th. Uh, tomorrow night at 8.30, I want to say, is game four. And that's another one in South Beach. Uh, looking forward to that. Let's go ahead and jump to the other uh, trophy final, as it were. Uh, the Stanley Cup final. Uh, game three tonight. Vegas is up two nothing over Florida. Do we think Florida has a chance to come back? I know they they uh, they've had their Cinderella. Yeah, run, it's it it's were. a great story. I I don't think they got enough. I mean, they beat the historic Boston Bruins team. Sorry, Baker. Uh, yeah. They uh, you know they 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 ran through uh, a very uh, a bona fide gauntlet as it yeah. were. I mean, you got Tampa Bay in the East as well. I think I think I think they've run out of pixie dust. I, I think they like. Might I, have I think I think Vegas like they're they're not they're It's not like it's Cinderella versus Cinderella. Like Vegas is legit, mm-hmm. and I just I don't think they they can do it like what three four times. Yeah, and I I was talking to Kiernan, and we're actually gonna have Kiernan on soon to talk NHL, mm-hmm. uh, but in 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 ho- in soccer, excuse me. Like yeah, he, he's big in both of those sports. Um, but we were talking Vegas has literally had. The greatest expansion franchise, oh, yeah. first run in any major sport. Like I don't I, like you can go back in the record books and look. Like they were phenomenal from Jump Street, mm-hmm. and they're going to be great from here till Kingdom Come. It feels like they are just phenomenal, 
at uh, at at what they do, and their their GM is is fantastic. So yeah, uh, really looking forward to that. I think I think that series probably goes six games, just as I think Florida's got a little bit of you know magic, a little bit of magic left. I don't think they've got enough yeah. to overtake Vegas though. So I think it's in six. Yeah. Uh, next big headline news: It looks like the Live Tour and the PGA Tour that's huge have agreed to a merge. Which, you know what, to tell you the truth, a lot of people are like, oh, the sellouts, you know, that's like, <laughs> what are you doing? But, it, you know, there's still some legal headaches, there's some antitrust laws that uh, that need to be looked at, um, but it, it looks like it's going to come. Details are still out, like, you know, it's not done, but in yeah. principle, the, it, it looks like it's going to happen, so... Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I think it's great for golf as a whole. Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, to get these two and and your biggest stars playing on the biggest stage, like that's what you need. So I'm I'm really excited about uh, the Live Tour and the PGA ag- agreeing to the merge, even though details are still, you know, fuzzy and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so more to come there. Looking forward to that. We will definitely have more segments in that regard. Yeah. All right, well, we have some NFL news here. Not the kind of news that you're thinking of, but Josh Allen is on the cover of Madden 24. Yeah. And th- th- this could be the start of some big news, and we're going to discuss it later, but uh, they-, they can make some moves. Absolutely. I mean, well, you, you got to think. I mean, the Bills are, are a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, along with the Chiefs and the AFC mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other teams, obviously, and uh, the Bengals being one of them over there. Uh, but I mean, Josh Allen's a stud. He's a feature player in this league, top five quarterback easily. Oh yeah, even according to Chris Sims. So you know he's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean the the Bills are phenomenal. We might be talking about the Bills a little bit later mm-hmm. in a new segment. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. But also Bills news: Demar Hamlin puts back on a helmet and practices with the team. Yeah, that's huge. That's monumental. That feels that's such a feel good story. It's uh, we probably should have ended this segment on that, but <laughs> we're not. Um, but yeah, it feels great that Demar Hamlin is uh, um, is back in and uh, playing playing football again, and and that's that's great for the sport and great for a lot of people's psyches. Mm-hmm. Uh, final stop on this road trip. Uh, we got to talk MLB division leaders, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, let's just go ahead and hit all six division leaders and say, who's like kind of the biggest surprise we have out there. All right. So you got the Rays in the East. That's, I mean, they're dominating. They've been phenomenal. Best team in the yeah. game. Uh-huh. AL central. You got the Minnesota twins. One game below 500. Yeah. They're the only, <laughs> the only division leader that's under 500 as of right On now. On the AL West, you have the feel good Texas Rangers. They're, they're legit. Absolutely. They're very legit. Even without DeGrom, who just went on the IL. Yeah. He's getting, yeah. Tommy I think he's John. TJ. So yeah, he's, he is he's for done. the second time. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the, the NL, the senior circuit, as it were. Your Braves are yeah. uh, top of the division out east. At let's go. 7 and 24 have a three game lead right now over the surprising Marlins, by the I way. I know. Uh, the NL Central has the Brewers on top uh, with a one game lead over the Pirates. And even a couple days ago, the Pirates had the lead uh, there for a hot second. And then the feel good Reds are not that far behind. Uh, both of our picks to win the central yeah. of sitting fourth and fifth. That's uh-huh. a little scary there. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the real surprise, this, this is obviously the really surprise. The diamondbacks are leading the NL West. They're, they're a fun watch. They're a great watch. Like every year we, but preseason, we say who's like the fun watch, like the best watch. Mm-hmm. I think it might be Arizona. It might be Arizona this year. And it's, it's crazy to think about, but they are phenomenal out there. 
in the West. Uh, I think that's a surprise, uh, a surprise that the Twins are leading the Central in the American League with a sub-500 record and the fact that I didn't pick them. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you did last year. Right, which, which kind of begs the question, you know, my colors might run in that scenario where I decided to pick the Tigers this year yeah. instead of picking and staying true to my colors. But you know who colors don't run? Parkers, and we're going to yeah. find out more <laughs> about that in our next segment, the Auto Body Shop, These Colors Don't Run, when we return. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're starting a brand new segment called Auto Body Shop. These colors don't run. These colors don't run. And what we're going to do is we're going to give a player and a team that we believed in before. And they're, they're maybe not doing so well through 60 games in the season. But yeah. these colors don't run. We still believe in them. Right. CJ, lead us off. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk uh, a player for me. I've, I've got the player this week. And uh, my player is Trey Turner of my Philadelphia Phillies. And these colors don't run toward my team either. But <laughs> yeah. the the big one was uh Trey. And and the reason why I have faith that these uh that you know he's gonna turn it around and that these colors won't run is legitimately May is his worst month in his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh now granted this one was historically bad. <laughs> right. Like like bad bad. Like mm-hmm. not even not even close to being good bad. Um but uh, you know, his May stash line is his entire career. It's 266, 318, 424 for, you know, all you OPS fans out there. That's a <laughs> solid 742, um, the worst mark of his career. Um, and then followed that by April and March of 286, 343, and 450, which, again, for all you OPS fans, is less than 800. And that's kind of like the bar that's set for 800 is like Mm -hmm. 800, a little over. Uh, So both of those months have been bad. And of course, you know, for his career OPS plus to make it a little easier, 100 is the average player, 79 and 92 respectively. And we know Trey Turner is better than that. Oh yeah. And if you look through his June through August numbers are way better as there's only one month in his career that he's batted under 300 and under a 100 uh, OPS plus and that's July when it was 299 and 98. So basically, <laughs> average in July. But his June, yeah. big. His uh, um, his August, huge. His September, great. So I'm not worried about it. Um, and I mean, honestly, he's already started June off phenomenally. Yeah, he's already doubled his OPS uh, by over two. <laughs> uh, increased his OPS by over 250 points uh, from in June compared to May and doubled his OPS plus from 70 to 152. Uh, and I know it's a small sample size and he had a four for four game with, uh, with two homies, but like, I mean, what are you going to do? Like he's, he's clearly, you know, found a little bit of a, a rhythm. He's, he's found his time. Um, he's moved from second to fourth in the lineup. So he's, uh, protected by real Muto. Do you like that? I do, and the reason why is because the only person that's in – well, I mean, he you got Swarber and Cassianos. Cassianos is hitting yeah, amazing he's right great. now. He's uh, over 300 right now. Uh, so he's been phenomenal. Move him to the two-hole to uh, kind of protect Harper. You still get the right – or left-right, left-right in the top four. Mm-hmm. And then you've got 
Real Muto behind or Stott behind or Marsh behind. Um, when Derek Hall comes back and plays first here in the next month or so, there's another left-handed bat that Rob Thompson gets to play with um, that, that's got a little bit more pop. I mean, this lineup's great. I think moving him down to fourth is, is phenomenal because now you've got Harper with speed, Turner with speed, um, you know, behind Cassianos, who isn't fast by any stretch of the imagination. No. And Schwarber has never there, – there's never an acronym of fast to go along no. with Schwarber. No. But Schwarber in the leadoff spot just works. Yeah, for whatever uh, reason. For, you know, yeah, exactly, for whatever reason. And so I think Turner has been stealing bags. He's been doing everything he can uh, to get – uh, to get going and and right now he's he's starting to find that rhythm and I expect him to continue this and even get better. So these colors don't run. Trey Turner is going to be phenomenal and I think the Phillies have a chance at making some moves in the East. Do I think they overtake your Bravos? Probably not. And we talked about this once Reese Hoskins went down. I got nervous oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. But I mean, you're getting Derek Hall back. It's a power bat playing first base. Uh, Harper came back early. And so do, do I think that it's over for them? No. Do I think it's uh, – I they're playing for a wild card spot, and truly. Es- and especially with an extra wild card. Mm-hmm. Like, we I'm saw not, it last year. I'm not saying that winning the division doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But because you have an extra wild card, like you don't have to win 100 games. Right. Right? So you just have to get and, – and like you just said, look at last year. Like they, they got hot. At the right time, and they are the they were the representative of the National League and the World Series. Yeah. So, do I think that's going to happen this year? I don't know, but I mean, who it's knows? possible. Yeah, it's we possible. Don't, we don't right? know for sure. So, so my colors don't run. Trey Turner, Phillies make a move, uh, and this is this is why we signed him for three hundred million. Yeah, over eleven years. Yeah, over eleven years. Yeah, he's gonna play till he's forty-one in Philly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Parker, uh, what colors are you not running now? Chicago White Sox. That they they've been my pick to win the AL Central the last couple of years. Yep. Because when you look up and down that roster, it's way too talented. And last year, it's like, oh, Tony Larusa, maybe he was the problem. They they had brought in a new manager this year, and guess what? It's still a problem. Right. But as of Thursday evening, the White Sox are in third place, and guess what? They're just three games out. Even though they hold a twenty and thirty five record, they won five straight. And with a good week of winning baseball, they're definitely in the mix to win the division. Not just getting a wild card, but win the division. Because Twins haven't run away with it. Uh, your, your Tigers, they <laughs> they haven't had the season that we thought was... That I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I honestly thought that this was going to be a turn with A.J. Hinch. I really, right. really thought it was going to I think they're. I think in the coming years, I think they're going to be. But anyway. They just need to get the trash cans out. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> there's no doubt that the Chicago White Sox are the most disappointing team in baseball. Oh, yeah. Because their roster is way too talented. Mm-hmm. But these colors don't run. So I still believe in these White Sox because let's look at the roster. Dylan Cease, he's an ace. I know he has a 4.63 ERA, but that guy, game one, give, give him the ball. Yeah. Uh, Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez, Yasmani Grandal, Andrew Benatendi, they've all underachieved. Benatendi doesn't even have a home run yet this year. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, but on the you look at the numbers on the back of the base card, baseball card, they don't lie. And one guy that I really like, I mean, this is one of the only bright spots of this team. Jake Berger, their yeah. third baseman. Phenomenal. He's in, yeah. He's in 270, 13 homers, 31 RBIs, and 948 OPS. And this is a guy that's just like Mike Soroka. He tore his Achilles twice. Yeah. 
So, and then, and the the biggest feel-good story of the entire baseball season, Liam Hendricks. He was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in January, and he's already back closing games. Phenomenal. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you have veterans in the rotation. You have a Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn. I know Lance Lynn's been very up and down. Uh, Clevenger. Clevenger. Yeah. Um, and, and don't, I mean, you can't undermine Liam Hendricks being back closing games. Because yeah, he's already, like, if you've seen him, he already looks really good back, you know, even though he's coming back from cancer. Yeah. He looks like he like he didn't miss spring training yeah. or anything like that. And this offense, I mean, you have Tim Ant- I mean, I mean, one thing's for sure. If they if they go in the other direction, they need to sell and sell hard. Right. They need to blow it up. Yeah. But there's they're really in the mix to not only get in the playoffs but win the division cuz they're not going to get in the playoffs any other way than winning the division. Right. Because the AL East is too stacked. Yep. Um, and I think there's too many too good teams in the AL West. Yeah, there. So just to give some clarity here, uh, FanDuel odds right now on the <laughs> World Series winner to come out of what division? Like every division has, you know, like a plus three hundred, plus uh-huh. three seventy, you know, something like that. Both the AL and NL Central are the only ones where it's like plus eleven and like plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> yeah. It's like. You want to know how bad both centrals are? We've been we've been preaching it for yeah. months. I mean, if, if you guys listen to our our preseason episodes where we broke down the division, all you had to do was hear in CJ's voice the disgust of, "Hey CJ, what do you think about the Pirates? Or what do you think about the Royals? Anybody or, out of the Central? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just anytime we brought up a team in the Central. Total disgust. I hated both of those episodes, yeah. by the way. It was like, do we really have to talk about this? Yeah, do we really have to talk about the Central? Yeah. I, it's the reason why I picked the Tigers. It was a joke. I mean, like, legitimately, yeah. I was like, yeah. I mean, they they could be the, the least worst team out yeah. of this division. But I will say, just thinking of the Tigers, because Eddie Rodriguez, that guy's been yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of pieces there. I mean, I love Nick Maton. Uh, you know, who they got for the Soto trade. Jake Marisnik? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, he plays hard. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the Tigers bar Javi Baez plays very, very hard. I so, will say he's actually been better since AJ Hinch since benched, they him. benched him. Yeah. yeah. But that is the running joke that right. he can't stay. But, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, so uh, your colors are not running on the White Sox. You nope. still believe him? You still think they're going to win the division? Yes. Heard that? I mean, listen, I, who am I to judge the quick and the dead? Get back to me in a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they did take the uh, front half of the doubleheader today in New York, so. Yeah. And they're down 3 nothing as we speak right now in the bottom of the six, but. It doesn't know, matter. I digress. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is the new segment, Auto Body Shop, These Colors Don't Run. Tell us what you think about it. Hit us up on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. At the Sports GPS, wherever you get your social media, that's where we'll be. Looking forward to uh, hearing all your comments there. But before we leave on this episode, we have another new segment. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be right around the bend. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're heading to another new segment called the Backseat GMs this week. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about what the backseat GM segment is. This is kind of a hat tip to uh, a couple fraternity brothers of mine who started a podcast called the Backseat GMs, 
And um, for reasons unbeknownst to me, <laughs> uh, that, that podcast fizzled out even though I was on it once. And it was fun. It was a great time. Um, but they, they decided not to continue with that podcast. But I loved the premise of their podcast as a whole. And their premise was, hey, let's fix from a GM's perspective mm-hmm. what these teams, what's wrong with some of these teams. And so their entire podcast was based on uh, the GM life and how they could fix certain teams in certain spots. So I said, as a hat tip to my brothers, Matthew Stonebrook and uh, Joe Senemy, uh, I'm going to create a segment called the Backseat GMs. And uh, what we're going to do every time we have this segment, probably going to be a weekly segment, but if not, it's every other week. Um, We're going to pick a team in a major sport that could be missing something. Or do we think they're salvageable? Mm -hmm. What would we do to fix this team if we were a GM? It's essentially the basis. And Parker said it great. We are starting with the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. So what is one big thing the Buffalo Bills need? Let's go ahead and look at their depth chart and say, hey, what are they missing? Um, Let's start on defense. I mean, your head coach, Sean McDermott, defensive guy. Uh Let's talk about it. I mean, you got two phenomenal edge rushers in Von Miller and Greg Ruscio. Um, And then you got uh, Daquan Jones Ed Oliver. I like Matt Milano. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you've got a lot of really, really good talent at linebacker with Milano and Bernard Williams, who they just drafted out of the third round this Jordan year. Jordan Poyer in the, in, back, in the defensive back. Absolutely. Micah Hyde. Uh, you know, Kyer Elam, the uh, first-rounder last year out of Florida. Um, Tyron Johnson. I mean, they've got a good defense. Shaq Lawson in rotation on that edge rush. Uh, they've got a lot of really, really good pieces. And, and as you said, Sean McDermott's your head coach. He's right. a defensive-minded guy. Coming from the Jim Johnson tree, so you know I like him. I know you do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is a team on defense that you're not really worried about. I think Von Miller elevates them back. Like, think uh-huh. about how good they were playing at the start of last year, and then Miller got hurt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, we're going to have to try to outscore people. I think that put a little bit too much pressure on Josh Allen as a whole because mm-hmm. they're having trouble running the ball. That's a little segue here, folks, <laughs> to what we're going to do. Uh, but let's go ahead and check out that offense. Parker, break down the offense for us. All right. you got. I mean, wide receiver. I mean, Josh Allen, weapon. Right. But he's got weapons to throw to. You have Stephon Diggs. You have Gabe Davis. Even when he's not in the postseason, he's a beast. Right. And, I mean, running back is 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 their weakest spot. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Right, right, right. But, like, Dawson Knox, really good tight end. Dalton Kincaid, their new yeah. rookie. What a great name. Phenomenal, right? Yeah. I, I and You know what? Their their offensive line has some patchwork every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, it's not, it's not full of just studs. Right. But you do have a former Dallas Cowboy, and I, even though I hate the Dallas Cowboys, you still have to give them credit where credit is due. Uh, they do – you know, teach up the O-lines really, really well. Connor McGovern at left guard. Uh, Ryan Bates, the former Eagle from back when, at right guard. Uh, Spencer Brown is your right tackle. Your left tackle is Deion Dawkins. I'm a big fan of Deion Dawkins. Um, you know, but they did just draft Osiris, 
uh, from Florida, the big guard from Ooh, Florida. Yeah. He big. And so, you know, you got Quisenberry. I mean, they, they've got some pieces to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, what it does come down to is they couldn't really run the ball last year. Unless, unless it was Josh Allen. Right. And what did we say? We said when your quarterback is your leading rusher, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a big like problem. Lamar Jackson, we know how talented you are, but guess what? You shouldn't be leading your team in rushing, you know, running it 15, 20 times a game, getting over 100 rushing yards. Well, they have an infirmary at uh, running back in I Baltimore know. every I year. So, yeah. that, I mean, there's a reason why. I that mean, happens. there is a reason, but, but they don't put any, they don't right. put assets into it because, like, oh, well, we have Lamar Jackson. We don't need a, a, right. no, a, I get it. a bell cow in the backfield. I completely get it. Um, but let's go ahead and get to the trade. We think the one move that will fix the Buffalo Bills is clearly to go get a running back. Mm-hmm. And that running back just so happens <laughs> to be the brother of the current lead back in Buffalo and the current Minnesota Viking, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Now, the big news out there today is that, you know, he's on the block. They're going to cut him on Friday, so maybe they just mm-hmm. go and sign him. Yeah. But if they decide to trade for him, which, you know, y- you want to make sure you get him, you trade for him. And uh, the the terms of the trade would be a conditional second rounder and a sixth round pick this year, this upcoming year, 2024, mm-hmm. would go to Minnesota. It would be a second rounder if Dalvin plays more than 50 snaps. It would be a third rounder if he plays less than fifty yeah. snaps this year. So there's the condition uh, conditionality. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna go with that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Buffalo receives obviously Dalvin Cook and then a fifth rounder. Yeah, from Minnesota this year. Uh, Minnesota has three fifth rounders <laughs> yeah. next year, so they, like they can afford to. They're fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and you know what? I mean, Minnesota's already saying that they're willing to get rid of him. Uh, they're fine. Uh, they pick up an asset in the second rounder that, you know, obviously uh, you you use the second rounder to get Dalvin, so you'd like yeah. something like that. But Buffalo also has security if uh, Dalvin does get hurt and doesn't play a lot, so they've got uh, they've got that ability to make sure it's not a completely dead deal. So it, it works for both teams. Uh, the only thing that you have to worry about is cap space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Buffalo's got five million in cap space available, and Dalvin Cook is worth five million this year, so it works. Now Minnesota might have to eat a little bit of cap mm-hmm. just to make it work. Yeah, and that's the reason why um, you know we throw the sixth rounder back to Minnesota just for that cash purposes. Yeah, you know eat some of the cap, but I mean they'll make it work financially. This would work. Buffalo Bills, go get Dalvin Cook, and that way you don't have to rely on Josh Allen all the time, and uh, you know you can you can be another presence in the AFC again. I like it for sure. I mean, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in, and their defense is solid. We've already talked about it, so. I would be really excited if I was Buffalo if I was able to get Dalvin. I know, I know, this is way too early to even discuss this, but if let's just say the Bills get Dalvin Cook, they better than the Chiefs. No, but they're in the conversation, right? Like it's like to be better than the Chiefs, you have to have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like Josh oh, Allen I'm not, is not yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and I'm, that's yeah. the problem. 
However, I think that to it me puts them in the conversation. I think to me what puts Kansas City over Buffalo, Travis Kelsey. Okay, but I mean, I think Kincaid could be the I, next not, Travis Kelsey. I mean, possibly, but I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say him now, but like. They are probably going to run a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of two tight end sets. Yeah. Because if they get Dalvin Cook, now that just helps their case even more. Mm-hmm. So, trust me, I, I think they'll be fine with Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, Dawson Knox, and Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. On the field at the same time. They're going to run a lot of 21 personnel. It's going to be so weird if, if this happens, if jo- like just seeing Josh Allen not have to run the ball as much. Yeah, it'll be crazy. But, but it'll be, yet, it, but it'll be good. Ends, he'll be able to run it more, I think, and be more effective. So, yeah, I don't know. Craziness to think about. But I think this would fix the Buffalo Bills, put them back into the upper echelon. Because right now, it looks like you know it's the Chiefs, then the Bengals, then the Bills. If the Bills get Dalvin Cook... I think that definitely elevates them over top of Cincinnati. Yeah, and it would just uh, it would inch them that much closer to Kansas City. So yeah, it's definitely a move that definitely needs to make. If you think if you've got a team that you want us to jump in their backseat uh, for the backseat GMs, hit us up again on the socials at the Sports GPS. Let us know who we should put on the hot seat or in the backseat <laughs> of uh, of next week. Uh, so we can go ahead and fix your franchise or maybe just, you know, blow it up. I don't know. And as, and as you said, not just the NFL, the major sports. NBA. Football, NBA, baseball. Hockey. Yes. Whatever. You you let us know. If if we don't feel confident, you, we can jump in the backseat for You think it. we could do hockey? We can. We could. <laughs> it's not going to be great. I'm calling Kiernan. But like. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, we're, we'd we, we, we like hockey. Yeah. But, Playoff hockey's great. But if I'm if I've I'm been tuned into the same if, if I'm gonna be honest, this year I haven't been as locked in. Yeah, I haven't been as either. But because my Capitals really let me down. They did let you down. My Flyers have been terrible. But yeah. at the same time, playoff hockey is phenomenal. I have been. But when I've remembered it, I have been watching. But at least we're not a Bruins fan. That's true. Well, I mean, they had a phenomenal season. They did, and then they let you down. <laughs> Maybe we put them in the back seat next week. Uh, yeah, probably th- not. They'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for the show, but we did talk that we are going to talk Eliminator picks yes. for this week. If you want to get in on the Eliminator, we will post it on Twitter mm-hmm. and then post who you're uh, taking on the week. Thank you, Curtis Jackson. He's the uh, yeah. the main guy who's been responding <laughs> every week. Uh-huh. He's been doing well, by the way. Uh, we are too. We are doing well, and uh, to the tune of we're nine and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both have had one blunder. Uh, me, I took the Royals when they faced the A's. The only time the A's have won a weekend series all year. I'm I'm trying to move on from mine. <laughs> <laughs> your White Sox that your colors don't run. Oh yeah, yeah, love them. Right. Uh, <laughs> who you got this week, Parker? I have the Baltimore Orioles. Okay, who are they facing? They're facing the Royals. Yeah, it's a smart play. I, I know you wouldn't pick the Royals. I'm the, never picking the Royals ever again. You're never picking anyone facing the Royals or picking the Royals. No, I might pick someone facing the Royals. Well. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to try to pick every team that faces the A's until I yeah. run out of that team. It, it, every time that I I text CJ, call CJ, and ask him about the limited pick, I go, CJ, who you got this week? He goes, you know I got. Who, who's facing the A's? Who's facing the A's? Or he'll just say, uh, check, check our Google sheet. Yep. <laughs> 
check, check the sheet, dog. And yeah. I guarantee you it's the team played in the A's. Yeah. Except for two weeks ago when yeah. uh, I had the Astros the first week when they played the A's. And then and I took them. <laughs> and then you took them. Yeah, as much as I make fun of him just saying, who's play, playing the A's? I, I played that game a couple weeks ago. Because I, mean, I go, well, hey, he can't pick them because he picked them last week. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm taking the Brewers this week, but, as you can tell, because they're facing the A's this week. I guess it was only fair because I, you know, getting it on the A's, they beat my Braves two out of three. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. What are you going to do? What are you gonna we're going to make the playoffs. How about you, Oakland? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> we're both 9-1, and one, as I've stated before, but I am leading in the tiebreaker, which is sweeps. sweeps. Yep. Uh, so if the team that you pick sweeps goes 3-0 and oh for the weekend. And again, you have five. I have three. Right? I have five, yeah, and you have three. Um, yeah. And again, we're, the weekend sets are just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It doesn't matter if they play Thursday or they play a wraparound set. We are only worried about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Correct. So if they got a four-gamer on the weekend, you only care about those middle three. So yep. that's what it's all about. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Season four, episode yeah. one. Um, it feels again, good to be back. It does feel great a bit. Great to be back. Hopefully everybody enjoyed the new segments. We're looking forward to breaking those out a lot more. Uh, looking for a lot more fan interaction there. So definitely let us know on the socials, at the Sports GPS, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, everything that you can find that has social media attached to it, we're there. <laughs> Let us know what you think, who we should put in different spots, where our colors should run, where they yeah. shouldn't run, yeah. uh, and uh, who we should put in the back seat for – we should get in the back seat of their car, of the GM's car. So uh, let us know who we are. For all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly. thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.